You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Locked On Seminoles, brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, always low prices, and every part your car could possibly ever need. Head on over to rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I'm your host, Max, and with me, as always, I've got my boy, Andre Silva. Driz, how we doing, buddy? Doing good, man. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. I'm, getting, I'm excited for what we're about to talk about, and also that I'm very stoked that we actually have the interview that we're going to share with the, with the audience for the rest of the week. Yeah, folks, I hope y'all have had a very good week because, uh, you know, it's been a bit of a lull, right? Like, we're coming off spring football. Um, yeah. You know, it's just, it's that's always a tough week, but we got some great news that we're going to share with y'all. And then after that, we are going to play a couple segments from an interview we did last week with Mike Moose Lewis. If you recognize that name, he was actually the first interview we did under our old podcast, Knowles Anonymous, way back before the Jacksonville State game. Uh, Moose went to Florida State. Before that, he actually played football at Jacksonville State. And now he's the strength and conditioning and D-line coach at Godby High School right in Tallahassee. So we pick his brain about a couple topics, and I'm really excited to share that with y'all. And he goes really in depth with a lot of things that like are I love, like recruiting, for example. That we just we discussed the dead period as well and camp breakdowns. And the one thing that we all talk about, especially with the recent decommitment of Quincy McAdoo, how stars don't matter or maybe they do. So I'm stoked for you guys to listen to that. Yeah, that's the one of the segments y'all hear today is you know if you never were recruited for D1 football, you might not really understand the camp scene. I definitely didn't. So it was kind of a no dumb questions moment where I just. Got to pick his brain from a high school coach's perspective and a former D1 recruit. Like, what is this camp scene? But, you know, the reason this is related is because the NCAA actually just announced that the dead period is going to be over, um, what, June June 1st? June 1st is going to be the official time when the dead period is going to end. And that's why you see all these kids, like, you know, locking in official visits. I think we have a Nigel Lee Kelly's coming in for Notre Dame. We have another kid, I think Damari Olsen, coming in later that month. So it's going to be huge. Like, actually, like we, now the coaches can talk to the players and, like, you know, set up these dates, you know, for when they could come onto campus and prepare for them. So. Yeah. And if, if y'all, you know, are just kind of tuning into the recruiting scene or, you know, it's just not your bag, which totally understand. Because of COVID, we've been in this massive extended dead period. What the dead period is, is it's a time to give kids a break from these coaches. I mean, not to, you know, act like I've been there, but the coaches are constantly blowing up their phone. It's text, it's Instagram DMs, it's Twitter DMs, it's all this stuff. So the dead period is a time when coaches cannot contact recruits in any way, shape, or form. Recruits can come to campus, but they can't meet with coaches. Uh, they can interact with players, but coaches can't set it up. Basically, again, it's what it sounds like. The problem is with COVID, that dead period's been in place for over 365 days now. So as it's ending, you're going to see a ton of recruiting activity. And the big announcement out of Florida State related to that was Mike Norvell is going to host a mega camp. That's right. A mega camp. A mega camp, ooh, like a mega desk, but, you know, with popping popping pads playing against each other, that's going to be a good time. Well, I think it's smart what he's doing. Yeah, so what, what Norvell's basically going to do is two things. One, host several camps around the state, which I think is brilliant because you get these kids who, you know, maybe 
don't have the resources to travel, or if they do, they've, they have to do so many of these camps and so many of these seven on seven. So go a little closer to them. It can't hurt. Number two, he's doing the mega camp. And what that is, is he's going to host it at Florida state, but invite coaches from other major schools in Florida, possibly also UCF, uh, you know, D1 AA school or FCS schools, uh, D2 schools even. <laughs> and you'll hear Moose talk about this, so I won't steal his thunder because he does a better job of it. But, I, Drake, I think from what we learned, like, that's brilliant, right? Because now – I mean, yeah, it's it's huge. And I, I, I kind of – I'm not going to give all the credits to Norvell because to me, more importantly, it shows how much um, Ryan Bartell is working right now. Because Luther Campbell, Uncle Luke, a.k.a. the head of the Miami community down south, actually quote-tweeted him and gave him a shout-out and was actually very stoked for, for these big camps to come down. Because you're right. Like, I'm from South Florida. That drive from Broward County all the way up to Tallahassee is six and a half hours without traffic. It's brutal. Also, it takes a lot of money for gas. Like, you're, you're right. It's sometimes kids that, you know, are not able to make it or, or unfortunately they don't have, the, you know, the resources to actually make it to these camps. So it's great for them to, you know, to bring them down. And then the mega camp, you know, at FSU, you know, bringing over high school coaches to, you know, come and learn from them. Atkins, I know, also is doing a big man camp, which for I didn't know this, that apparently mainly that they usually don't wear pads at these camps. And Atkins is making it making it very well known that they will be hitting with pads. And so you won't see these kids, you know, do get away with egregious holding calls. Like, like it's going to be good. Well, we've been fooled enough, so I support that decision. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree. I mean, credit. I don't know who on the coaching staff gets the credit, but you know Norvell keeps coming up with these creative ideas that are not gimmicking. They're they're brilliant, and the reason I say this is brilliant is if you think about it, how many teams in high school, right? How many high school teams have a kid being recruited at the Florida State level? Not many. I mean, you know, you might have one or two unless you're an absolute powerhouse. So you know, it might be like. Well, are we really going to drive our whole team five hours to Tallahassee for this one kid to maybe get looked at? Well, then you bring in the mega camp idea and it's like, all right, well, there's, it's a buffet, right? There's, we have six or seven kids that could maybe play, you know, FCS on a good day, but could definitely play D2. And, you know, those kids want to get scouted. They want to get recruited. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if I'm a coach, I'm saying, okay, maybe I can go to my athletic director and get a little bit of budget and be able to go to this camp that I previously wouldn't have been able to go to. And now Mike Norvell gets to see that one three-star in person and actually evaluate him for himself um, because he just basically opened up an invite to, you know, a bunch of coaches. So I I think it's a great move and a a good way to sort of, uh, I guess, incentivize every flavor of recruit to come check out your campus and also probably build some relationships. And especially big for him, too, because the one knock that we had on him was, you know, that you don't have the floor ties and no one really on your staff has those floor ties. And what better way to do this than, you know, hey, everyone come on down or everyone, we're coming down to you and we're going to establish those bridges, make those connections. And it's going to hopefully also, you know, show a little bit of a face, like, you know, how we used to do in college. Like, just, like, go around and talk to people that you know, shake some hands and, I will say it's a great, great idea. I'm fully behind it. I'm very excited to see the results from it. And hopefully it's able to carry over into maybe some commitments over summer before the season starts. Yeah. And, you know, it's just one of many, many signs that uh, Mike Norvell knows what the knocks against him are and he's doing everything he can to correct those. So I got to respect the hustle. Will it pay off? I, I don't know. That remains to be seen. So... We won't know until we know, but I think he's at least doing the right things, and it's encouraging to see us trending in that direction. 
Speaking of trending, if your car is trending in the wrong direction, you might need to do some repairs. And if you need parts to repair your car because you're not a magician and you don't, you know, have a bunch of spares laying around, well, you're going to want to go to some place that has a massive selection, great prices, and it's going to send you the right part the first time. If you need all of that, go to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business. They've been serving the auto parts customer online for 20 years. They got hundreds of manufacturers, makes, models, years, and a whole litany of parts to satisfy whatever your needs are. Best of all, the prices are always reliably low. So head on over to rockauto, R-O-C-K-A-U-T-O.com and write Locked On in their How'd You Hear About Us so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you'll ever need, rockauto.com. I want to pivot to talking about the recruiting from the inside. You know, we speculate on it. You know, we get to see what some of the kids are saying at the highest levels, but I want the opinion, you know, of the coach. So um, can we talk about the dead period first? I know they're looking to lift it at the end of next month, but what's, and we talked about last time, but what's the impact of this ridiculously extended dead period been? And how important are these unofficial visits? Like when we see this huge slate of kids coming for the spring game, even though they can't interact with the coaches while they're there. I mean, it's huge. Um, It's, it's almost like it's uncharted territory. Um, It, 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 especially at this point in the year, usually, you know, you've gotten a chance to um, maybe take a, take some kids to schools just to see and, you know, be face to face with a coach, shake hands, say, Hey, this is who this is, things like that. Um, but you just flat out have it, you know, even, even if they invite us to the spring game, it's kind of like, wait there, wait. So we, we can't talk or we, no, no, we can't wait. You have wait, no contact wait, with we, the head coaching staff whatsoever. And also yeah. it's pretty much, it's also on your own dime too as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so all of those pieces and it's kind of like, well, and that's the reason, you know, why, I believe they made it open to the public and, you know, all, you know, so there, you know, and they, and they've done that for not even just the spring game. They had it for the last scrimmage, I believe too. Yeah. Like the past to, yeah so it, it's open to, for that reason. Like, you know, they, we can't come see, we can't come show our facilities and this and that and what we're doing football wise. We can't talk to you, but Hey, come watch the game be in doke you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it that that's you know as far as recruiting half the time that's the best you can do is come to our stadium you know at least you're 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 there you know what i mean you get a chance to really to to see um and feel the energy of the place um but you know in terms of from our end it's i, I don't want to say devastating but it's like that's huge for yeah, us for that, that dead period so we're really, 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 really praying that they that they lift it um, in terms of summer because um, that's that's a big part of our summer. Yeah. Um, you know, taking different groups of guys to camps. I mean, we've gone everywhere from Ole Miss to Appalachian State. You know, just taking taking guys to go compete at camps to be seen by coaches. Um, gone all the way down to Miami. Like we've been over the last few years. That's kind of the summer thing. We're training. And traveling, training, traveling, training, traveling, like, you know, constantly throughout the summer. Um, and that's a big part of not only competing um, and getting a chance to see what's out there in these other states and these other places and 
um, it's it's a huge confidence booster because you know, when you're in your house and you're just that guy, but you see this guy and that guy, and then you don't realize like, hey man, you're rubbing elbows with some really really good players and athletes, yeah. and then you go to this camp and guys who are already getting recruited, and you're like. Oh, I can hang with this, and I, you know, and you start to re- starts to really build your confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, coaches say certain things to you, and you're uh, you start to realize, like, okay, I'm a prospect at this. You know what I mean? Right. I remember that. I remember that feeling for myself, like going into you know, kind of eleventh grade, twelfth grade. I was like, oh, like the light came on. It, it almost it almost mentally changed the way I trained. It changed the way yep. I you know handled a lot mm-hmm. of things. Once you kind of you're like, oh, it's right in front of me. You know what I mean? So. Um, to yeah. really in that this whole dead period takes a lot of that away yeah. you know for guys to be able to have that chance to man well you know it's it's huge to be able to shake hands with that college coach mm-hmm. and have them tell you hey we know who you are we like your film we like what you're doing mm-hmm. and you're just like wait wait what you know what i mean like and, and you know for 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 a lot of guys they need that you know right. And not only that, it's like there's kids that, you know, aren't, aren't highly recruited or like, you know, they're not on the websites. They're not on the uh, the rivals or the 247s. And, you know, to get the chance, you know, to go with you guys up there and then like, yeah, like a, a Coach Saban or maybe a Coach Kiffin or a Mullen or Norvell be like, hey, who is that kid? Come over to you and ask. Well, when the camp started up, you come over to you and ask, like, you know, who is that kid? And what story? Like, let me know, like, what does he do exactly? So it's like it's it sucks that a spotlight isn't to be able to be shine on those kids that, you know, don't get as much coverage as the, uh, the top, you know, 250 or top 300 get exactly and like that and that's always a big part of what we've done as well like for instance we have you know a really top 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 ranked db um you know really top one of the best running backs in north florida uh one of our offensive linemen is committed to marshall he's a three-star so in the process of coaches wanting to hey can you bring so-and-so can you bring so-and-so yeah, of course, but we're also going to bring this kid. We're going to bring this kid. We're going to bring this kid. So especially when it comes to um, not only those camps where it's like at these separate schools, but some of the camps to where it's a, a big camp and multiple schools are all going to be attending it. Like, hey, they might have been inviting the three or four star player that we have, but we're going to bring a whole crew. Mm-hmm. So now the guy who should be a two or three star or whatever, you know, whatever the case is, right. finally, who no one knows his name, finally can get out, compete. And you're like, wait, I, I knew you had this kid, but who is that? And we, you know, then that gets a lot of the recruiting ball rolling. So that whole the summer circuit is really, 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 really crucial to not only our end, but their end of the, the whole recruiting process. Um so we, I, I'm really, 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 really hoping that they lift it. You can, you can even see guys scheduling and planning yeah. their official visits. Oh, I'll be taking, you know, you just bop around on Twitter. I'll be taking my official visit to so-and-so June 15th. I mean, da, 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 da. So it's kind of like. Yeah, I'm about to say the, uh, the NCAA, the, uh, they have a third party that's been advising them on when to actually do the uh, COVID lifting for the debt period. And they actually did recommend for, I think, May 31st, they should be lifting it. So hopefully, you know, they do come to pass with that and you actually can take those OVs for your kids. Right. So, that, so that, that's that's been that's been huge in terms of kind of waiting to see uh, when they lift that, um, because even I mean, even with it still set, a lot of schools have already set their camp dates. They're already set. Right, you know, right. they're, June, they're June this, June 14, do this, June, July. They've already set them. So it'll be crazy to see like them. All right. Well, we can't. Ex- the dead period. So wait, wait, wait. So it's kind of so it, it would be crazy if it, if the dead period extends beyond May thirty first because there's so many camps that are already set they've been sending it to us and, you know we we're trying to plan out 
if we can attend or, you know, win and we try to coordinate to hit as many of them as possible. Sometimes they'll be on the same day, but then, Hey, we can go to this one, but then we'll catch theirs in July. And, you know, we coordinate to hit as many of them as we can. Um, but that's, that's, that's a huge part of it. Folks. I know the doldrums of summer can get you down. Spring football's over and it feels like you're in a dark tunnel until August. But the good news is we've still got three major sports going on, the NBA, NHL, and the MLB. So why don't you get yourself out of that hole and get in on the action at betonline.ag, the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline has you covered with real-time odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And if you sign up now using your mobile device or web browser using the code LOCKEDON, you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Ladies and gentlemen, it's free money. Go ahead and use it by going to betonline.ag and using promo code LOCKEDON. And I want to talk a bit in kind of the the explain it to us like we're five details because we always, again, sort of glaze over the camp circuit, the seven circuit. So for those of us that, you know, never really went through the recruiting process at a big school like Florida State, you know, do they have a separate camp for like, invite only when you say you're bringing kids like what do these camps look like what goes down there you know I mean literally explain it to us like we've never been to one before as if I'm a viewer that just watches the game on Saturdays okay let's say okay explain it to you like you're in kindergarten like I'm, like I'm five All yeah right, so like my um, big brother's like I'm going to Florida State's camp this week and I'm like great John what are they going to have you do there yeah right okay <laughs> yeah. so um there's levels and different types of camps okay so you're going to have a straight out skills or prospect camp just flat out you know they're going to break you up into groups you're going to do different skills based on your position um and then usually there's some kind of compete or competition type you know aspect to it whether it's one-on-ones or you know, whatever the case may be there's some kind of competition aspect to it that's that would be just a flat out prospect camp a lot of a lot of uh colleges will have a combination of those and team camps okay so straight up prospect camp just about anybody can go um you know usually whether it's individuals or teams or however Mm -hmm. you want to do it now when it comes to like the actual team camps you'll usually have a combination of two different ones you'll have o-line d-line or full team camps or you'll have seven on seven camps all right, which is separate, because that's a whole different, another beast, separate yeah. from what you see that's just kind of like almost like AAU style on its own seven on seven season thing that yeah, you like see, the travel right? teams or whatever. Travel, yeah. All yeah, Southwest yeah, yeah. Express, stuff like that. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's its own thing. But, you know, in the summer, they'll have both of those types of team camps. So, at the O line and D line stuff, usually you'll be able to bring pads, you'll be able to truly fully compete. Um, you know, usually you'll, you'll bring a team. Sometimes it's very, very similar to a team camp. Uh, I mean, very, very similar to a, uh, a prospect camp. Gotcha. So you'll do drills and stuff, except you'll have pads on. You'll do drills and things like that. Um, you know, you'll get a chance to do boards. You'll probably have like a king of the boards, which means, you know, you guys have seen board drill before, but if you're five, you don't know it's the guy that pushes the other mm-hmm. guys further off of the board they stand on a board and you know you push them all the way off you yeah, win yeah, yeah. so it's kind of a hype video for twitter you're ready to go yeah yeah so that's where you see a lot of those and things like that 
Um, and then there'll be like a pass rush section and you'll do pass rush one-on-ones. And that'll gotcha. be, you know, all the coaches get, you know, you'll get to get coached by their coaches. Mm-hmm. So you're getting, if you're at UCF, if you're doing this at UCF, um, you'll get to, to do that with UCF's coaches. So that's a different level of recruiting in itself. If you think yeah. about it, like it's one thing to have a kid that, you know, he does this, that, but then to have him in your presence, you tell him to do X, Y, Z, you get to see how his, he listens, responds, and then executes what you told him to do. You know what I mean? How he yeah. translates that to competing yeah. against offensive linemen. Like that's a whole different level of being able to put someone in your mind and be right. able to be sure about a kid. You know what I mean? Like and same so, way the other way, right? Like as a kid, you get to see like, hey, I really didn't understand how that coach explains things. Well, I, it, or it made no sense like, to me. I didn't, I didn't like, like his, his energy. energy. I, I didn't know. I didn't like his energy, the way he interacted with me. And, you know, over the phone, we seemed cool. But when we were on the field, it was just a little, oh. uh, you know, right. So you and it, the relationship, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. So. That that's in itself a, a type of camp, and usually even in those, there will be like a side of the camp that's doing. Even if it's padded, they'll mm-hmm. be doing seven on seven on the other side or something like that. So is that why, like, when Jimbo had like his Jimbo Fisher camp, we had like the top dog QBs like come to our school for that? Because like I remember Justin Fields was there, um, Malik Henry, Alice James was there, and that's all he, they, they were able to get that one on one with Jimbo because he is seen as like quarterback guru in the league. Right, exactly. Now that takes me to the next level of camp, right? Mm-hmm. So we had the regular prospect camps, you know, then you have like the seven on seven or D line camps, which on those, you know, sometimes the seven on sevens, you can bring your teams. So I could, like, we, I want right. to say in not, of course, not 2020, but 2019, Gabby, we won the UF seven on seven, you know, with Dan Mullen and, you know what I mean? Right, Our right. team. So there'll be we like a little won. tournament within the camp and you guys get right. to compete. So, it's a, so we yeah. had our D-line and O-line. They got to compete, do pass from all that. But as far as the actual camp itself, the seven-on-seven seven portion, they're not – it's not like a prospect camp. They're not like picking you and just going one-on-one. You brought your team. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, so we right. brought our team. We ended up winning that that year. But yes. outside of that, you have um, – so there's those two levels, the pros, straight-up prospect camp, then, you know, the seven-on-seven seven, like tournament style, and then they're like on O-line, D-line, whether it's padded or not. And then from there, you'll also have um, invite only, like true elite prospect. Hey, gotcha. These are the guys that we're looking at. Either we have offered and we want to see them compete against other guys that we've offered to make it comp- uh, committable because we've all gone through that ringer of is it committable, is it not? Sometimes it's a camp offer, meaning we're going to invite you to camp. We want to see you come compete against guys that are at the certain same level or whatever. And then from there, as we talk, it'll be committable or it won't be. You know what I'm is saying? That, so, is that for kids going – only kids going into their senior year or is that usually, going into junior and see? Okay. Usually because you'll – that that's where you'll see um, probably the, the camp that he was talking about with, yep. you know, the top all the top quarterback prospects. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know the school out east, they do the Friday night lights. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, so, we had Saturday Night Live with Tiger while he was here as well. I know Oregon's got a big thing as well over there with my crystal ball too. Yeah. Same thing. So that, that Saturday Night Live was our version of the Friday Night Lights because Friday Night Lights is huge. And if you're right. a top prospect and you're not competing at Friday Night Lights, it's not – are you really a top prospect in the state of Florida? You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's what Willie's trying to do. Like, all right, Florida State's got to have our version of this. And that would be the one where, hey, now this is just the top guys. These are This is not like bring your team out. This is right. not a open prospect camp. Hey, everyone who's – no, 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 no. This is – if you received an invite – 
you're either on our board about to mm-hmm. receive an offer and we're trying to see how you compete or you've received an offer and it may be, it may be, or maybe not committable. And we need to see you against other guys. Like gotcha. those are the real, mm-hmm. real deals. So that's kind of like the whole tier as far as camps go, you know, from just the wide open to yeah. uh, your team to like padded to like a seven on seven type tournament. And then to, Hey, this is just exclusive invite only you know straight up camps thank y'all so much for listening to today's episode don't forget to tune in tomorrow to hear the rest of our interview with moose tomorrow we'll be discussing the entire aau circuit travel football as well as we will be put into rest whether stars do in fact matter once again thank y'all so much for listening if you can please don't forget to rate review or follow on either Apple podcast spotify stitcher or wherever you get your podcast from For Max and Drake, we'll see you next time, and go Noles.